I don't wanna be the boy that runs in the back I don't wanna be the kid that falls in the dark All I really want to be is the guy that gets that girl Welcome to the AJ Steele Show. We discuss politics, sex, money, and everything in between. And now, here's your host, an immigrant, a self-made millionaire, an American, AJ Steele. Welcome to the AJ Steele Show. This is our Thanksgiving episode, and I wanted to talk about everything that I love about America and why it's my favorite holiday, but naturally, being the cynic that I am and just dealing with life itself, it might not be that kind of a fun show that you might expect, but I guarantee you it's going to be a very interesting one. Well, we're going to talk about Thanksgiving. We're going to talk about President Trump. We're going to talk about the politics of families and liberalism and the politics of exclusion and hate. And I'm going to talk a lot about the COVID-19 virus, uh, something that I consider to be a hoax of a sorts. I know a lot about it. I'm a former medical person. I used to work in the medical field for many years. I used to run large hospitals. So I know quite a bit about medicine and I know a lot about the science behind medicine and also the politics behind medicine. And believe it or not, I'm going to talk about Gaza. Yes, you're going to ask me why I'm going to talk about Gaza when I'm talking about Thanksgiving. I'm talking about Gaza because we have some listeners in the Gaza Strip, and I can't even begin to fathom that. So every month we get to read our ratings. We get to see where people are listening to the AJ Steele Show, and it's always very interesting. Obviously, in America, we have tens and tens of thousands of listeners, and that's to be expected because we're an American show. But we have hundreds and sometimes thousands of listeners in the United Kingdom. And then we get listeners from Canada, of course. All the English-speaking countries, people enjoy us. Australia, there's lots of listeners, hundreds, hundreds, and sometimes thousands of listeners for every show. And this is obviously a great honor for me and everyone else that works on this program. But there's also countries that I never expected would listen to us. Countries like India. We have hundreds of listeners in India. And you want to get really weird. We have lots of listeners in Saudi Arabia. People in Saudi Arabia listen to the AJ Steele show. And Iran. We have listeners in Iran. We have listeners in Peru and Mexico. But the weirdest place that I've ever seen that we actually have listeners in is Gaza. The Gaza Strip. And that's unbelievable because... A, I didn't even know they had internet over there. You would think that they're living in such poverty because that's all we hear all day. They don't have any food. They don't have electricity. They have nothing. They're under the yoke of the horrible oppressors. And yet they have internet. And there's tens of people in Gaza, yes, in the Gaza Strip, who actually listen to the AJ Steele show. Gaza is the same place that is run by Hamas, one of the biggest terrorist groups on earth. It is one of those enclaves in the world that is full of crime, full of terror, full of poverty, and full of hatred. And yet we actually have some listeners over there. We have about 10 to 20 of them, and it's unbelievable. I was asking Mrs. Steele, what do you think? Who are these people in Gaza? And she said it's probably Israeli Mossad spies who are embedded in Gaza, and when they have some time off, they listen to you 
very quietly and in complete secret. Now, to be totally fair to Mrs. Steele, who is in charge of cooking and baking and preparing all the good stuff for our Thanksgiving meal, she has been watching that Netflix show, uh, Fauda. And so she got all these romantic notions about spies in the Middle East and uh, (laughs) spy versus spy kind of stuff. And then I asked some other friends of mine, what do you think? Who are these listeners from Gaza? Why would they listen to the AJ Steele show? Because I take some very strong positions about Islam and about Israel and about where this world is headed. And I really hope those people listening are not just terrorists plotting to take me out because they disagree with me. But there's also very good Palestinians in this world. Not every Arab, not every Muslim is a terrorist. There's a lot of decent people living in those countries. And some of them believe in peace and liberty. And they want the same kind of happiness that you and I want. And I'd like to think that these are the kind of folks who are listening to us. And I know exactly where they are, but I would never endanger them because I know that Hamas over there in Gaza would actually kill them or torture them or jail them just for daring to listen to me or to listen to the other side of the story. And I'm sad to say that we're almost at that point here in the U.S. We haven't yet had mass show trials and executions yet here in America, but we have had some horrible things happen to people like Paul Manafort and... uh, Roger Stone, and General Flynn, who happens to be a, an absolutely amazing man and a true patriot. And let's not forget that many good people have been banned off social media and uh, ostracized from normal society, lost their jobs just because they listen to the other side or dare think differently. But anyway, getting back to our story, how does this whole Gaza thing relate to Thanksgiving at the Steel household? So Thanksgiving is one of my favorite holidays. I think it's the one holiday that every American can believe in. I don't care if you're black or white or brown or I don't care if you believe in God, you're an atheist, agnostic, Christian, Jew, Muslim, Buddhist. Anyone who relates to America and loves this country can enjoy Thanksgiving. And in my household, it's no exception because we love this holiday. Plus, we get to see family And everybody shows up, and we eat, and we get to play dress up. And then the next day, we have the after Thanksgiving Day hike, which my wife drags me to every year. And believe me, these uh, 6 to 12 miles that we have to walk with my wife's family, I don't know. That's a tradition I could pass on. But anyway, this year, I get a call from a member of my family, my side of the family, who comes every year, has come to our Thanksgiving for the last 20 years. And she told me that she's very sorry, but this year her and her family decided not to show up to our Thanksgiving. And they're going to do a small Thanksgiving at home. They're going to start a new tradition. That was her official story. But the unofficial story and the real truth about it is that she has a few kids. One of them happens to be a daughter who was about 16 or 17. She's a family member and I love her and I've been with her since she was born. But she is an insane liberal. 
right here in California, if you go to school, if you watch the news, if you go on social media, all you hear is how horrible people that believe in Trump are, that we're all sexist and misogynist and we're racist and we're anti-gay and this and that. And her daughter bought this whole story, hook, line and sinker. Not only that, but her daughter is obviously very obsessed with the whole COVID-19 thing and everybody has to wear a mask and we shouldn't have more than 10 people in our house. You get the picture. So this is a sad truth. Many people out here in California and in America in general are raising kids who are complete aliens to everything we Americans believe in. Things like America, justice, conservatism, right versus wrong, the Bible, not to mention freedom of thought, freedom of expression, and even something as simple as the right to have an opinion that's different than theirs. So all that stuff is completely foreign to them. And I blame the schools, and I blame the media, and I blame social media, and I blame big tech. But most of all, I blame the parents. The parents that don't sit with their kids and teach them right from wrong. The parents that let the school system raise their kids instead of them doing their job and raising those kids. The parents that don't want conflict because they rather have peace in their house as opposed to doing the right thing. And that's the kids that you get. You get kids that will report you to the police because you have more than 10 people in your Thanksgiving event. You get kids that call their parents Nazis. Kids that write all over social media that their parents are racists or homophobic or misogynists. That's the kids that we raised here in America. They're like a cancer. They're like a foreign body in our own homes. And yet we let it happen because we want peace. Because we're too worried about our own little lives, our selfishness. We want to have fun. We don't care about what happens to them as long as they're quiet. We pay them off. We let them act any way they want to, dress any way they want to, write or post whatever they want to social media. We buy them all the electronics. We buy them all their clothes just as long as they stay quiet and they leave us alone. But you know, the chickens always come home to roost. And sooner or later, those kids... These little devils that some people are raising, they will turn on their own parents. They will side with big media. They will side with high tech. They will side with the Democrat Nazi Party of America and turn in their own parents. That is the power of brainwashing. And if you think this doesn't have precedent in the history of mankind, if you think this could never happen here, just look back to Nazi Germany. Look back to communism, look back to the Stasi, look back to the KGB, look back to the totalitarian countries where neighbors inform on their neighbors and children report their parents. So are we really that far off from having our kids report us, not only to the thought police, but to the real police? Either way, Thanksgiving at the Steel household will still go on. We're still going to eat. We're going to have many guests. We're going to celebrate America and Thanksgiving. And uh, unfortunately, some of my family members won't be there because their children are so full of violent vitriol and because they've been conditioned to hate anyone who's not like them. Because of that, 
a great American family tradition is ending. So I don't want to be very negative because I love this holiday, but I wanted to point out one weird, interesting observation. Right here in America, some of my very own flesh and blood, my own family members, are so obsessed with hating conservatives and President Trump that they will not come to a Thanksgiving family dinner. And yet, across the world, in the Gaza Strip, a horrible piece of land that's controlled by terrorism and mass murderers and suicide bombers and hateful imams, there's a few people that are willing to listen to the other side. And believe me when I tell you that they are extremely brave because they might be killed or jailed or beaten, their families hurt. No Thanksgiving for them, that's for sure. And yet these people who have never lived under freedom in their whole lives are willing to take this huge risk just to listen to another viewpoint. Unlike some of my own family members and my neighbors and some of my fellow Americans, I think we need to do some deep soul searching in this country. When people in the Gaza Strip are more open-minded than fellow Americans, you know that we're in big, big trouble. So I plan to keep on talking for as long as I can, and as long as big media or big tech doesn't just ban me and remove my show off the air. And I hope that all of you will keep listening and spreading the word about the AJ Steele Show. In our next segment, I want to talk about COVID-19. I know a lot about it, and I'm going to talk about President Trump a little bit. Stick around. The AJ Steele Show. Think of your loudmouth best friend, hated by all the wives, because he tells it just like it is. Welcome back to the AJ Steele Show. Like I told you in the last segment, Thanksgiving is coming up. It's one of my favorite holidays, and I'm sure most Americans absolutely love Thanksgiving. There's nothing like that big turkey and the stuffing and the mashed potatoes and the yams and the cakes and the pies and kids running around the house and mom and dad and uncles and aunts and grandpa and grandma. There's nothing quite like it. It's one of my favorite holidays in America, and I, you know, I never want to miss it. It's one of the reasons I love this country so much. But we all know that the politicians, especially on the left, they want to kill this holiday. They want to kill this holiday. They want to kill Christmas. They want to kill Hanukkah. They want to kill church. They want to kill synagogue. They want to kill anything where people get to sit together and talk. Anything that's outside the control of the media and the party and the globalists. Because think about it. If you're all alone at home, all you do is watch TV or go on the internet. That's your only sources of information. And we all know that everything on the internet, everything on TV is completely biased. It tells a story that they want you to hear. It's a story that they want you to believe in. And the only time that people start thinking for themselves is when they meet other people. And they just leave this whole realm of the media 
and they start talking and getting ideas and they hear other people and they share ideas and they get angry or they get happy or they start thinking outside the box. Well, they don't like that. And that's one of the reasons why they don't want you to meet. They want you isolated at home. So a lot of people think that this whole COVID thing is about government control. And it is. In many ways, it absolutely is. It's about them controlling us. When we're together, they can't stop us from talking to each other. But they can definitely stop our tweeting or our Facebook posts. They can block those out so nobody knows what we think. But it's a lot bigger than that. Controlling what we say and what we think is just one part of this sinister plan. So the next thing you're going to ask me is, was COVID-19 designed to take down President Trump? In part, it was. It was absolutely made to take down President Trump. But even that's not the main part of why they did this whole thing. So yes, they released COVID-19 on purpose. They over-amplified how dangerous it is. They destroyed President Trump's presidency because that's the one thing he couldn't control. It's very difficult to control a virus, a virus that has a high level of virulence and spreads from coughing, from talking, from touching. So it's very difficult to control. So it's like the antidote. It's a kryptonite to President Trump because that's the one thing he couldn't control. Think about it. He could control wars or whether America gets entangled in other countries. He could control the economy to a certain extent. He could control all the stupid treaties we have with other countries. And he could control the border, which he did fairly well. But no one can control a virus. The virus that took down the president. So the media had a field day attacking him, despite the fact that in my professional opinion, and I'm a medical person, I have a lot of experience with infection control. In my opinion, He followed infection protocols. He did everything he could. He did everything right. He isolated the country from other countries. He pushed the development of medications and vaccines. He made sure we had enough ventilators and masks and all the other protective equipment. He did everything right. But even that wasn't enough. Because on top of that, the Democrats used this virus to push for mail-in voting. They changed the way America voted just because of this virus. It was a trick. It was a plan. And it worked. That's how they pulled the wool over our eyes. That's how the big cheat happened. You can't control mail-in voting. You don't know who sent the votes in. You don't know who got them. You don't know how many were sent out. That's how they cheated us out of this election. President Trump was never going to win. It didn't matter how much money we spent, how many rallies we went to, the hats and the shirts and the stickers, none of that mattered. Even our vote didn't matter. And I'm not saying it's over yet, but it's getting very late in the game and we're about to lose the presidency. And that's a very scary thing. But let me tell you something that I'm most certain about this virus wasn't completely about president trump and it wasn't just about mind controlling all of us and it wasn't just about big pharma getting rich or richer i should say these are all the basic things that most of the folks in the media are telling you 
And by media, I mean all the conservative speakers, you know, all the talk show hosts, all the people that have podcasts, all the TV hosts. They all get little parts of this big equation, but they don't understand the big picture. It's almost like they're following the same marching orders. They're all following the same plan. They're all busy with minutiae, but they're not seeing the big picture. In some ways, they're just as programmed and just as guilty of groupthink as the people in the mainstream media. They don't understand that the virus wasn't just about Trump. It wasn't just about pharma. It wasn't just about isolating us and stopping us from talking to each other and controlling our minds. No, the plan was much, much bigger than that. And no one is going to tell you this because most people in the media these days don't think big. Or maybe they're all bought off and they don't want to think big. They don't get big ideas because they either don't understand them or they don't want to understand them or they don't want you to understand them. Either way, it's like the blind leading the blind. But boy, aren't you happy that you're here listening to the AJ Steele show? Look, I'm a complete independent. I don't owe anyone a thing in this world except for a couple of mortgages and maybe the car loan. But really, I don't owe anybody anything. I sponsor my own show with my own money. I pay for everything. And I tell it like it is because I'm not beholden to anyone. They're not going to cancel my ads and my ad revenue. I don't have to worry about any of that. And I know that my listeners are going to listen to me no matter what because they want to hear the truth. They're starving for it. Because all they hear is lies, 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 and lies. And on top of that, stupidity, compounding stupidity, exponentially compounding stupidity built on a mountain of lies. So why do you think this virus was created? Why was it released from China? Why did every Western country in this world shut down completely? Every business. Every restaurant, every school, every airport. Why was it done? And why did everyone do it the same way? Well, let me give you the answer. The answer is wealth transfer. I want to say it one more time. Wealth transfer. And when we get back to the AJ Steele show, I want to tell you all about it. I'm going to show you why this hoax was perpetuated on America and the rest of the world and why the media is in on it, why the Democrats are in on it, why the Republicans are in on it, why big tech is shutting you down from learning any kind of new information about it, why it's become such a horrible worldwide phenomenon, and why the middle class the middle class of America and the rest of the world is going to pay the ultimate price. This is the AJ Steele Show. I'll be right back. You're listening to the AJ Steele Show, where no topic is off limits, no discussion too harsh, no truth more true. The AJ Steele Show, we tell it like it is.
Welcome back to the AJ Steele Show. So in our last segment, I gave you the big reveal, the big reveal that nobody's going to tell you about because most people don't know or they just don't want you to know. But this whole COVID-19 thing, this whole coronavirus, this whole drama, it was all about one thing. It was all about wealth transfer. And how does it work? You release a virus. It's not benign, but it's not as dangerous as people say it is. After all, you don't want to kill the whole consumer class. You create panic all over the world. You shut down whole countries for a virus that, at its worst, can kill some old people and some people who have comorbidities, people with diabetes, people who are overweight. But in general, it's pretty benign. Young people don't die from the virus. They rarely get sick. Middle-aged people, some of them get sick, some don't get sick. But in general, they survive it. So we shut down our whole economy. We shut down the whole world for this virus. And I don't know if you know this, but Costco didn't shut down. Walmart didn't shut down. Amazon didn't shut down. All the big corporations, none of them shut down. The gas stations are still selling gas. McDonald's is open. Burger King, Wendy's. Target is open. Chipotle is open. They're all open. They didn't stop business. They didn't shut down. As a matter of fact, they're making crazy money. COVID-19 is great business for them. They've increased their net worth by billions and billions of dollars. Their market share is bigger than it's ever been. Especially all the internet companies like uh, Amazon and Apple and Google. Because we depend on them. But someone must have shut down. Let's see. All the mom and pop restaurants, they're closed. All the mom and pop grocery stores, they're closed. The neighborhood pet store, the neighborhood toy store, the little Chinese restaurant in the strip mall next to your house, they're all closed. They're almost out of business. All these draconian measures in place to keep them from opening. And yet the big corporations are open and they're thriving. And then what happens to the real estate? Hmm, let's see. So if the stores, if the businesses cannot pay for their leases, the value of the property goes down because the landlord has to pay his mortgage or her mortgage. And then what happens when the landlord can't pay the mortgage because the store owners don't make any money and they can't pay for the lease? What happened to the business? It goes down in value. It goes down in value a lot. Because they either have to sell the real estate for really cheap or they just lose it because it goes bankrupt. They just don't have any more good tenants left. And then what happens to rents? We all talk about real estate. We talk about residential real estate. Oh, what a good investment. Ooh, that's how you make millions of dollars. And a lot of small up-and-coming investors do. I did. But what happens when people are out of work? And through no fault of their own, they can't pay the rent. And what happens if the landlord owes money because he has a mortgage or two or three or four? The landlord also ends up losing the investment because the bank is going to show up and foreclose. The banks don't feel sorry for you. They don't care for excuses. They're going to make their millions one way or another. So then you either sell your residential real estate, uh, your investments, for pennies on the dollar, 
just like all those guys that own the commercial real estate, the guys that own the stores. Or you go bankrupt. And then what happens? You go bankrupt because you're not paying your bills anymore. You're not hiring people to take care of your properties or your house. You're not shopping or you're shopping a lot less because you can't afford to buy anything. You end up at Walmart buying cheap crap from China, making the Chinese even richer and making the owners of Walmart and Target and Amazon into billionaires. The Chinese and them become richer while the working people of America lose everything. They're all heading to the poorhouse. And as far as the real estate, when people are starting to get foreclosed on or they can't pay their mortgages anymore, you get a glut of properties on the market, whether it's commercial properties or residential. And there's tons and tons of stuff. What happens to prices? The prices drop. Who makes money in bad times? Who becomes gazillionaires in the bad times? I'll tell you who. It's the people who have cash while everybody else is going broke. And if you listen to my show about becoming a millionaire, you learn something very simple. You sell when everyone is buying. And you buy when everyone is selling. But you have to have cash in the bad times. And most people who lost their job or lost a small business, they don't have cash. So you're going to ask me, who has cash in bad times? And I'll tell you who. The Chinese. The globalists. The people who foisted this whole hoax on us. They have a lot of money. They have money stored away. The owners of Amazon have a lot of money because they're making money like crazy. The owners of Target, of Walmart, all of those places, they have so much money. So they buy the malls. They buy the residential real estate. The average middle class person who used to own his home and is foreclosed now loses it. And some big corporation from China or England or Japan or even America buys it up. And all of a sudden, you're not a homeowner. You're a tenant, a nation of tenants, not owners. And then what happens to all those little small businesses, the restaurants, the local bike shop, the grocery store, the little boutique that sells unique clothes? All of those businesses are already under attack from Amazon and all the big players. They barely even made it before COVID-19. And now they can't even open. And they have to compete with the big guys who are open and paying their workers close to nothing. And so these little mom and pop businesses, the woman that sells jewelry that she makes herself in the local mall, the pet store, they all go out of business. They shut down and they're never replaced. All of these people will never again be independent. Now, they have to work, so they'll go work for the big box store. They'll become slaves like the rest of Americans. And what happens to the middle class? Ah, forget it. There's no more middle class. There's very few people at the top, the guys that own everything, and there's a lot of people on the bottom. And the middle class, which happens to be actually Trump voters, conservatives, I wouldn't call them Republicans because the Republicans are in on a scam just as much as the Democrats are. 
but the middle-class America, the engine that drives our country, disappears, and we all become slaves. Each and every one of us will become a slave to a system, to a system called globalism. And that's exactly what COVID-19 did to us. And it worked exactly as planned. A mass transfer of wealth. This is not millions. It's not billions. It's trillions of dollars. Trillions of dollars worth of business and employment and independence that shifted from the middle class to the ruling class, to the billionaires that own big tech, to the billionaires that own Amazon and all those other companies, to the billionaire globalists that own the oil companies and own all the factories and the Chinese and the greedy banks. They all sold down their countries for this dream of globalism, complete mind control and domination over the entire population of the world, complete destruction of the middle class everywhere. And believe me, this didn't just happen because some virus mutated somewhere in some market. This was a plan from the very beginning. And like I told you before, it wasn't just about Trump. It wasn't just about making money for the vaccine companies and all the pharmaceuticals. No, it had nothing to do with that. It wasn't about keeping us from going to church or going to synagogue or enjoying Thanksgiving with our families. Those were just the steps in this horrible master plan to dominate all of us. And we let it happen. Because the people we vote for are worthless. They all sold their soul to the devil a long time ago. To the devil of money and greed and globalism. And we're just little pawns in this whole thing. Tiny little pawns. And then we got this president who didn't belong to that cabal. We got a president who actually stood up for us. But there was no way they were going to let him be. He's just in their way. Now, even President Trump, as powerful as he was, was just a tiny little player on that big stage, especially in comparison to all of those big monsters lurking, lurking in the shadows, just waiting to take over our country. And if we let this thing happen... You're going to lose a lot more than your civil rights and your religious rights and your rights to free speech and your right to bear arms and your right to assemble. We already kind of lost all of those, didn't we? I mean, we can't hang out with each other. We can't talk. They tell us not to sing too loud. We're going to lose our country. We're going to lose our liberty. We're going to lose our freedom. We're going to lose our ability to take care of ourselves and succeed, we're going to lose the American dream. That's what it's all about. The rich getting richer and the middle class getting poorer. And all of this under the guise of globalism or socialism or communism or whatever you want to call it. It's the biggest money transfer in the history of mankind. And it's happening right under our noses. Are we going to continue to let this happen? Or are we going to fight back? That's a question to which I have no answer. This is the AJ Steele Show. Happy Thanksgiving.
AJ Steele Show, copyrighted 2020.